back to Homo in Training. My name is Jay Daye, and I am one of two hosts on this podcast. The Homo in Training podcast is bite sized entertainment that focuses on introspective conversation with usually two queer Latinx millennials. And each week, we rotate between three segments called Thoughtful Moment, Music Moment, only available on Spotify, and a little, little science moment. And you're lucky to be here for some science. And we like to switch topics all the time because we hate being bored and we want to keep your mind stimulated and we want y'all to literally have a buffet of episodes to watch. And just like we don't like eating the same thing every day, we don't like serving you the same content every day. So that's why we switch between so many segments and I'm personally passionate about science. So that's why I'm here because I fucking love science and I'm not no scientist. I'm not no Einstein. But what I can do is break down these large concepts into little chunks so you guys can really understand that once you really get it, you're kind of like, damn, dude, the world's kind of crazy and I'm into it. And if you're a faithful follower, you might be thinking, why'd he post it so late on Friday, bitch? The fuck? Some of us have shit to do. I get it. And I went on vacation to New York to visit a friend. And bitch, I didn't have time. I was out there learning the subway system, learning the bus system. Like, so when I got back, I was like, okay, let me fucking sleep and then get this shit together. But also, one thing that we're doing is we're introducing a new segment to the podcast, which is going to be us reacting and reviewing something that I want to expose Leslie to. Because Drag Race Thailand was a fun experiment to see what you guys would think about us just like talking shit and like just having fun with reviewing the episode. I also wanted Leslie to watch Drag Race Thailand because I was so like obsessed with it. And I was like, okay, I think the only way that I can get her to watch it religiously is if we make an episode and like she's forced to watch it. So now... I'm going to expose her to the most amazing television show of all time, period, is Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a little cartoon that's on Netflix right now. It was on Nickelodeon. Some of you might know it. Some of you might not. But Leslie doesn't really like cartoons, and I fucking love cartoons. And I figured that this would be a good intro to some really good cartoons because it's like... If y'all have seen Avatar Last Airbender, you know that that shit is fucking amazing. You know that the character development is there, the fucking plot is there, the dialogue, the life lessons. Like, bitch, it is top-notch TV, period. And I really wanted her to understand it. And the way I can get her to understand it is if we have an episode so that we can, like, break it down and stuff. So if you guys really liked Drag Race Thailand and... Ain't none of y'all seen Thailand or even speak Thai, then I would think that you would enjoy something a little bit more accessible, you know, because everybody has Netflix or has their friend's password for Netflix. Wink, wink. And it's like just a very well-known show. And it's only like, I think like 15 minutes every episode. So these will be a lot shorter than Thailand, let me tell you. And we're going to be introducing them every Wednesday. So I decided to move our three-segment rotation, you know, the thoughtful moment, music moment, and science moment. I wanted to move that to Fridays because why not? So that's why it's coming out on Friday. I'm still working out the details of when Avatar The Last Airbender will come out, but I promise the next episode that we have, which will be the last part six 
of our Queer Series episode, I will be sure to give an update of when we will start the Avatar rotation. We're not going to include it in the rotation. It's going to be premiering every Wednesday, every week. So that's going to be really a fun little addition for everybody. And I hope you guys love it. So that's why this is out on Friday. So today I'm going to be continuing on with this fucking like saga that I have with my science episodes. We started talking about lightning where I was telling y'all about plasma and gas and the colors that happen when these gases are energized. And then that connected with our auroras episode, which is about the northern lights. You know, those really beautiful lights that you see in the sky only in like Alaska or the South Pole. You know, that's caused by the sun. So I was like, all right, let me do a follow-up episode talking about the sun. Because... You know, the sun, she's a twisted, crazy person, and I love her. Because if it wasn't for the sun's contribution to my life, I don't think I would be here, and nor would anything on this planet. And I kind of wanted to explain a little bit more about what's actually going on in the sun, because it's a big ball of plasma, but what does that mean? And then I kind of want to also talk about what's happening on the surface of the sun and inside the sun that makes the sun basically spit at us. But I mean, I like being spit on. (sighs) Just kidding. Well, not just kidding. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's too personal for a podcast. But before we get into what the fuck is going on with the sun, on this podcast, we have something called a double feature where me and Leslie feature something that we're really loving right now. And it can range from restaurants to music to even certain individuals. And one of the double features that I'm choosing for today, because since it's just me, I'm going to be doing both. One of them that I'm choosing today is this amazing TikTok, Instagram, influencer, person who I think one of the funniest people on online right now. His name is Adam Ray OK. That's the name of his name on every fucking Twitter, TikTok, Instagram handle. And he makes literally the funniest videos of, he has like this character called Rosa. And oh my God, dude, he reminds me of so many people that I knew in high school, my cousins, like like people that I randomly meet like at the store and stuff and I just love how funny and and witty and even the friends that he has on his videos with him are so funny and I seriously just love his content and um you know he's been blowing up lately like literally he's been getting a lot of attention I think all the socials at least have two million at least So this bitch is out here fucking networking like crazy. And because of all of this networking, he got featured in a Calvin Klein commercial, bitch. He's a Calvin Klein model. Like, that is so cool. Literally deserves it because, like, dude, me and Leslie have been following this guy for a hot minute. And me and Leslie be quoting him all day. And literally every single video that we have in our text, it's like, Adam Ray, okay. He is Adam Ray OK on all social media handles. So just Google him or click on the link below. Support queer Latinx people, bitch. And the next thing I wanted to feature was an app. I had the pleasure of going to New York where I got to visit one of my best friends and I had an amazing time. And one of the things that we used there was called the Open Table app. 
I don't know if a lot of people know this, but if you like going out to eat and exploring like new places when you go in new cities or even in your own hometown, Open Table is where you can make online reservations before you go to the place. And since everything is opening up now, you know, I know California like stopped their mask ban, so everyone here is fucking barefaced and all. And let me tell you, some of y'all should not be barefaced. You need to put a mask back on, bitch. And this app like gives you points for reserving with them. So I know a lot of people like to just, you know, show up one day, but now that things are slowly starting to open, what I noticed when I was in New York was a lot of them asked for reservations and a lot of places here in California asked for reservations. So I figured this app would be really cool for a lot of people because you get points every time you do a reservation. And the more points you get, you know, you get free deals, you get, you know, discounts, you get gift cards, all this different stuff just by making a reservation. A pretty large majority of restaurants have it. And if you're using this while you travel, you're traveling to a big city where they have fucking open table. So we did it, you know, when we went to brunch and it was really convenient to have everything already ready for you. And I don't have to fucking call anybody because I'm anxious about calling people and points bitch like anything that gets me points i'm down so that's another suggestion if y'all like to go out to eat and you want to reserve a spot a cool spot with the kids now let's talk about the sun let's do a really quick because i just want to talk about the basics of the sun and then after that we'll go into the whole mechanics let's go here are some basic facts about the sun its size is average, okay? It's average, but not normal, if that makes sense. So if you were to line up all of the type, all the types of stars that are out there, ours would be towards the middle, because it's like an average size. But the majority of stars in the universe are tiny dwarf stars. These tiny little stars make up the vast majority of all of the stars in the universe. So ours being a middle quote-unquote normal star it's pretty rare which is really fucking cool and makes us really special also something that makes us even more special is that most stars are in a binary system that means that two stars are orbiting each other and then the plants are orbiting those two stars that's really really normal actually the theory is is that most stars as they're forming start off as two different stars and you know apparently i heard that like when a baby is like in development and stuff like a lot of times like they do have a twin but then your body just like absorbs them or whatever isn't that crazy how like our bodies make two and then stars make two like i'm sensing a connection here our closest neighbor star alpha centauri is a binary star system it's two stars orbiting each other so Bitch, even our neighbor has a sister. Like, what the fuck? Another reason to make us special. Also, the sun is ginormous, okay? I think people, when they look at the sun, they probably think, oh, yeah, it's big. But no, it's really big and really heavy. The sun makes up about 99.8% of all the mass in the solar system. Bitch, that means if you had a $100 bill... $99 of that would go to fucking the sun. And then 0.1% of our solar system's mass is Jupiter. So fuck, fuck the rest of us. Like, what the fuck? So the sun is huge, you guys. Like, 
It's too much. And the sun is made up of about 70% hydrogen gas and about 28% helium. And then the rest of it is like other different elements that I'm not going to go into. And because the sun is so fucking huge and so heavy, it's really hot on the inside. Like, super fucking hot. So hot that it is crashing these hydrogen atoms into each other and creating a whole new element called helium. And every time this is happening, imagine it's like a nuclear bomb going off every single time that a hydrogen atom crashes into another hydrogen atom. And these nuclear explosions are happening every second, hundreds of times, all the time, 364 days a year. That's why you have sunlight and heat from the sun. That's why the summer feels so fucking great because those fucking nuclear bombs going off is giving off a lot of energy in the sun. So she's pretty hectic. I mean, she's she's exploding every second. It's crazy. The sun is neither a liquid, solid, or gas. It's called plasma. You've heard of three states of matter, right? Solid, liquid, gas. You know, uh, uh, water, ice, or... Uh, uh, water vapor or humidity, right? Those are all different types of um, states of matter. But there's also plasma. And plasma, imagine it's just like a soupy gas. So it's like liquidy gas. So that is a really fun fact that people say that there are three states of matter, but there's actually four. So if you're ever on Jeopardy and they ask that question, make sure you thank this podcast. And Without getting too deep into it, I might have to do an episode on this, but I'm not that educated on what it is. But technically, plasma is ionized gas where it's electrons. If you remember from our lightning episode, electrons are the things in an atom that are negatively charged and they're like they're orbiting the nucleus of the atom. Bitch, listen to my lightning episode. I go in, in depth with it. But pretty much what plasma is is these electrons are ripped off and these positive atoms with no electrons by themselves. And because it's so hot, they're able to stay separated, which is what creates this liquidy, gassy goo. And another fun fact is that there is more plasma in the whole universe than there are solids, liquid, and gas combined. So plasma is a pretty big thing. It's just on Earth it's pretty rare. I mean, we have it. Some TVs have plasma and even some light bulbs have plasma too. So they, they exist in our in our world, but whew, the universe holds a lot more of it, which makes sense. I mean, if there's a fucking shit ton of stars and they all make up 99% of their solar systems, of course, it's going to be more than anything. And plasma is a very good conductor of electricity, and it's easily affected by the magnetic fields on the sun. And make sure you check our Instagram because I will be posting these really cool plasma loops that happen on the sun. Like, it's fucking wild. Like, please go to Homo in Training on Instagram and you'll see all this stuff. And I even posted some for our Aurora's one, so bitch, get your butt over there right now. But you sometimes see little loops on the sun's surface, and it's the plasma traveling and sticking to that magnetic field. So these magnetic fields are allowing this plasma to kind of like, ooh, cool, this is a nice little road. I'm going to follow this shit. And because the sun is not a solid, it's a huge sphere of plasma and magnets. Sometimes the magnetic field gets tangled up with each other because the sun's north and south pole rotate a lot slower than the sun's equator. 
a rock typically rotates all the same because it's a rock. It's a solid. It moves all the same. But because this plasma is so fluid and it kind of moves around, when the sun is spinning, it's not all spinning at the same speed. So imagine the equator is going 100 miles an hour and the north and south pole are going like 20 miles an hour. So the sun gets all twisted up and tangled up in its own shit. So imagine this big ball of magnet getting all tangled up. That's where the sun's activity comes from, is that all of these loops are getting tangled and smushed around with each other, and then it just builds up a lot of energy, and then you get, well, what do you get? Do you want to learn? But first, if you want to learn some more about this fucking sun, you are going to have to listen to this fucking commercial, okay? We're broke, and we need money. So listen to this commercial, and then I'll be back with what the fuck is going on after the sun has been looped all around. Okay, so since this is audio and not visual, it's gonna you're gonna have to use your imaginations to picture what I'm about to say, okay? So imagine these giant loops, like when you fucking tie your shoe. Some of us do the bunny loops, you know? Cross the little bunny ears and go through the little hole and you tie it. Um, I don't know how anyone else learned how to tie their shoes, but I learned it as bunny ears. So imagine like these bunny ear loops of charged energy. Some connected to the sun's north pole and some connected to the equator. So because the equator spins a lot faster than the north and south pole, it's going to pull and stretch these little loops and tangle them up with each other. Okay, so imagine all these loops connected through all these different points in the sun and all of these different points are fucking rotating at a different pace. So everything's gonna get tangled up and when you tangle up charged energy, uh, some crazy things happen. So when the magnetic field gets all tangled up, it creates these black spots that are called sunspots. And it's kind of like an opening to the sun that have these strong pockets of magnetism. And these little areas are concentrated magnetic field lines that heats up this plasma and charges it up. So combine this with the tangling of the magnetic field, it creates these things called solar flares. They snap and they break and release energy out into the solar system. And one of those forms of energy are solar flares, which are giant bursts of x-ray and energy, aka light. And these things typically appear around sunspots because that's where the most activity and the most energy is being placed. And sometimes they're even more powerful than just a beam of light. These magnetic fields get tangled up so much and gather so much plasma. Imagine that this loop is just getting fatter and fatter with just more more plasma, more plasma, okay? And then the loop, what's going to happen is imagine you have that loop and then you pinch it between your fingers, when you pinch that loop, the top part that is looped as a circle is going to shoot off into space because now where you pinched it, you just closed that magnetic road for the plasma to stop flowing and the magnetic field to connect back together. So now that big old fucking loop, that little bunny ear is gonna shoot out energy into space. And that's what a CME is, a coronal mass ejection. And it's coronal because it happens on the sun's corona, which is the, ooh, corona, ooh, oh my gosh. No, no, not that. Triggered. Um, the outer layer of the sun's surface, mass ejection means an ejection of 
charged particles, which is what a CME is. And if you remember from my Northern Lights episode, we talked about how those create auroras or the Northern and Southern Lights. And the best example that scientists use is kind of like a rubber band too. Like it's just gets so tangled up that it pops. And you know, I'm kind of triggered again because this happens to me with these little like 99 cent store like plastic hair bands that I bought. I have to tie up my hair sometimes because bitch, I begin in my mouth and I'm like, bitch, what the fuck is up with all this hair? And I like wrap it around my hair and you know, I'm using my fingers and all that stuff. And sometimes I twisted it too much and stretched it too much that it fucking snaps in my hand. And I kind of equate it to that when it comes to these coronal mass injections. So just a nice little visual for you guys. So these snaps release large chunks of charged particles into space. And I want everyone to keep in mind that our sun is hella stable. Like, yeah, you know, these twistings, these these flares, these CMEs, sunspots, yeah, they're scary, but our sun is relatively predictable. I mean, she sticks to a schedule and she has yet to deter from her schedule, which is good for us because a lot of the stars that we've observed in the universe are not stable, you guys. Some of these are ripping themselves apart. Some of them are rotating so fast that they're exchanging gases between each other. And it's just, it's crazy. It's really crazy. And we're really lucky that our star is chilling the fuck out and shutting the hell up because it could spell disaster for us. And speaking of disaster, what would happen if a huge Jupiter-sized CME hit us? Do you think we would die? Let's find out. And let's wrap up this shit. We made it to the end. And I hope that I didn't lose too many of you. Um, I just know that these concepts have been really hard for me to break down because I don't want to bombard you with facts and, and numbers and things and all this shit because I know you're going to be like, bitch, the fuck you talking about? So I hope that the way I've been breaking up these episodes into all of these specific topics, I hope they've been helping you understand a little bit more about the mechanisms of our universe because it's crazy that the things that are happening on the sun are kind of happening here. You know how we have plasma on the sun and in lightning. And because of plasma shooting off from the sun, we get auroras, which creates a color, those you know green and blue colors that we see so beautifully. And those same colors are created by lightning. You know, it's just so cool how it's just, it's just, we're just one big fucking ecosystem, bitch. Like it's beautiful. Life is beautiful. Um, but to answer the question that I posed before we went on a little breaky breaky, we are safe. We won't die, okay? Our bodies don't run on technology. Luckily, our cells are doing their own thing and aren't really concerned with charged particles in the atmosphere. Luckily, Earth has a magnetic field that protects us from the harsh effects of these coronal mass ejections, okay? We're good. What isn't good is technology because technology gets fucked up when a CME hits Earth. You know, in the last episode about the Northern Lights, I talked about this large CME that happened in the 1800s and it fucked up a lot of shit, pretty much destroyed large amounts of the United States and all of this stuff. And it took billions of dollars to repair and... This happened before we fucking had 
the intense technology that we have today, bitch. Like this was before cell phones. This was before satellites. Like this was a long time ago. So the damage that was caused was a lot. But if it were to happen today, olvidate, bitch. Like forget it. We would be fucked majorly. Um, I kind of talked about that phenomena in the Aurora's episode. So please check out that episode because it's too much stuff that I'm not going to talk about right now. But what it can do is it's going to fuck up your electronics. So say goodbye to Wi-Fi and your computers. And all of that charge energy can add power to these power plants that we have and overcharge them and cause fires and break. And when those things break, it causes power outages. And this isn't like power outage for a few days. I'm talking about power outages for years. Years, you guys. This isn't shit to play with. Like This is legitimately going to fuck up our whole entire lives. You know, and these power grids can't just be fixed the next day. They're going to take months to manufacture. And then on top of that, you're going to have to manufacture them to cover the whole entire United States. That's going to take more than months, bitch. Like, that's going to take forever. And while you're waiting, you're not going to have any running water or any gasoline for your cars. Because guess what? We have pumps that pump water into our houses and pump gasoline into the fucking gas pumps. So if that's gone... I don't know where you're going to go with no car, no gas, and I don't know how you're going to drink water when you can't even grab any water. Oh, and say goodbye to hospitals too, because hospitals rely on energy. And no gas means no food trucks, no food deliveries. That means no DoorDash. And because electricity is in everything, good luck getting your money out of the bank because some of us use ATMs, which also run on electricity. So if the electricity is down, there goes your money. Can't go to a bank to withdraw it because they also use computers to get the money out. And their safes are also automatic. So I don't know how you're going to have any money. And it is estimated that if a large size CME were to hit the United States in this present time, it could cause over $2.5 trillion to fix. That would ruin the economy. And like I said, you would be without power for years. So then what's going to happen to everybody else? What's going to happen to these big cities that rely on public transportation? Like shout out to New York, love your subway system. But if the power goes out, they're not going to be able to pump the water out of the subway and your subway is going to be gone. This is like a real issue. And, you know, I like to end my podcast episodes with like a beam of hope, you know, like kind of like oh, well, it's not that bad, you know, like, like we can learn all this shit or whatever. But like, this is something that is actually can kill us and will actually affect us a lot. And it's a lot more common and it, it can happen. It's not something that is out of the realm of possibility. It's happened before. It's happening every day. We're monitoring the sun. So we know it's happening. And it's just not a good situation to be in. And unfortunately, all governments literally around the world are not concerned about it because it's going to cost a lot of money to basically upgrade all of our shit. And the government doesn't want to do that. If they don't have to, they're not going to do it. It's just unfortunate because even like Puerto Rico, like when they had like the hurricane and stuff like fucking five years ago, like I still don't even think they have power. I think most of the island is still without power. So people just don't understand that this is 
serious business. And I say this because not to instill fear, but I guess to explain to you the severity of the situation that we're in now. You know, a lot of people don't really think about technology. They kind of just see it and just take it for granted. They're like, oh, well, this is just here and it's always going to be here. And it's not. And as much as people want to act like they're independent, you rely on electricity and technology, period. We are a society that heavily relies on that stuff. And to act like it's not an important thing is just, um, I hate to say it, but ignorant? I don't know. But think of these things, you know, when you're voting, when you have conversations with people, and if you're ever in a position to talk about issues with anyone, I hope this is something that you talk about because um, it's really scary. And yeah, it won't physically hurt us. Like those sun rays aren't going to, you know, give everyone cancer, but something a lot worse is going to happen. And I don't think the world is ready for that, especially not the United States. So um, on that note, uh, I hope you have a good day and enjoy the rest of it and hug a family member because life is short. Love you. Bye.